I'm Grant. And this is Sex Archie. But there's no new episode no, this week. There's not. So what on earth are we even talking about? What's the point of living? It's okay. It's okay. There's more Riverdale in the world than is just on TV. Okay. okay. It was recently announced mm-hmm. that there will be an ongoing Riverdale comic series. I hope it gets better. Because before there was the ongoing series, there was the Riverdale one-shot. This came out on the 1st of March. Yes. This came out the day before episode six. And so this episode of Sex Archie, we're going to be talking about Riverdale one-shot. Yes, we are. It takes the form of four short stories, each with a different writer-artist pair. Mm -hmm. uh, And each covering one of the main cast and what they did in the summer before... The series begins. Yes. So it starts with the Archie focus. Mm -hmm. It's called Sweetwater and is written by Brian E. Patterson with uh, pencils by Elliot Fernandez. Mm -hmm. It it opens on a kind of mopey Archie Mm -hmm. who's sitting at Pops. Life, Life just, you know, isn't that great? Archie's in a funk. So it talks about him working construction for Mm -hmm. his dad. We get this incredible montage page of him getting ripped. Yep. I love how his (laughs) muscles just start popping out more between his, from his t-shirt. And then like men make very weird comments to him. (laughs) That's using your noodle, Andrews. That's how guys speak on a construction site, right? That's using your noodle, Andrews. What does that even mean? (laughs) What is his noodle? That's that's thinking. That's using. It doesn't your look brain. like he's thinking. He's like just wheelbarrowing shit. <laughs> like well, that is not. I don't think noodle means what we think noodle means here. Maybe it's a slang term for wheelbarrow. Wheelbarrow. Yeah, wheelbarrow. What? That's how it's pronounced. No, it's not. <laughs> yes, what? It is. It's a wheelbarrow. Like like a barrel. That you go over a waterfall with, right? Wheelbarrow with a what? W. What the fuck? Since when is that what that word is? Since before you were born, no. dear. No. This is a conspiracy. There's. It's supposed to be barrel with like an L. No, no. And no matter how much my mom says, it's not pronounced photo album either. What? Album? I'm just saying a lot of people in my life have misconceptions about words, and I'm glad I can help clear them up. I need a moment about this. (laughs) So uh, while I'm still uh, uh, able to think and speak... uh, Oh, he's drinking milk. I just realized that. Why are you drinking milk when it's like 95 degrees out on a sunny day to cool off? That's not a good idea. Archie's not a bright boy. We've we've covered this. Is he six? He's about to be sick. I know that. (laughs) Yeah. That is not properly refrigerated. No. Oof. Oof. So then uh, Archie's back at home and his dad wants to clear out the garage. Mm-hmm. And, and he comes across a picture of his mom and them together and yeah, tries to ask in, dad about it. Back in the good it. old days. And they have a moment over guitars. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a, a bubble of narration saying that Archie received 
his acoustic guitar for his 16th birthday. Yes. Which means he is at youngest 16 years old. Yes. But they're sophomores. Yes. Which means that Archie must have been held back at least once. But we know from the show that that cannot be true. Yeah. Because he and Betty have been in the same class all the time. And one time he was about to be held back. But she, as like a seven-year-old, tutored him so that he he wouldn't need to be. Yes. So I'm saying that these shorts are non-canonical. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. In your face. Mm Mm-hmm. He's got his guitar and he's he's playing it. And but he says like, "What the hell good is an instrument without inspiration?" Archie, I don't know. You're a drama queen. Cover bands seem to get by just fine. And then uh, we we talk about another fateful day when Miss Grundy pulls up in mm-hmm. her Volkswagen Bug and the wrong sunglasses, non canonical. Yeah, those aren't heart sunglasses. What the hell? Also, it looks like it's storming, and that day. It was just hot and sunny. Yeah, it was the middle of the day. What, what's with this dusk lighting like, situation? Did they not watch the show before they made this? It's advertised as from the writers of the show, but none of the four writers in this book are the credited writers on any episode so far. I mean, there's a whole writer's room. There's a there's a full team, sure, but... I don't know. I don't know. There's some hot, sexy moments at the lake, in the rain, in the car, and talks about how Miss Grundy becomes the most important person in his life. Dude, you have been dating for a hot second. (laughs) Yeah, a very hot second. She drops him off at home, and for some reason his guitar's just sitting on the porch. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Guess they're really not afraid of people stealing shit in Riverdale. And well, There's uh, no theft in Riverdale, only murder. Only murder. Only murder. <laughs> then she, like, sits on the porch and listens to him play. They're so worried about being seen together. But, oh, it's okay to just, like, sit and hang out on the porch. Well, hey, it just looks like tutoring, right? Maybe? Not with the way she looks in that <laughs> panel. <laughs> So then uh, Archie goes to Pops, where he wants to get some dinner to surprise Miss Grundy with, Mm -hmm. and he runs across Jughead. Who looks like the fucking Joker in this panel. Yeah. These are not well-drawn images. I'd say they're fairly well-drawn, but they're not good likenesses. Like, that's pretty much Archie, but that is not KJ Appa. That is not Cole Sprouse. No. Full-on Joker right there with what his <laughs> mouth is doing. But anyways, so Jughead's there. They're they're still on, like, kind of friendly terms here. They haven't been, like, friends like they've been. But Jughead is, uh, invites him to go watch the fireworks with him and road mm-hmm. trip down to the town where they used to always do it as kids. And Archie says, sounds great. But he has, like, he's like, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> why did I say that? <laughs> Reflex. But he didn't take it back. Yeah. That's the problem. So instead, we got some panels on July 3rd where he's hanging out with Miss Grundy. And uh, she invites him to go camping with her on July 4th. And there's some really awkward close-ups of lips. I don't know what is happening here. Because lips are sexy. Not those lips. No, they're not. This especially. What is this? (laughs) Woo! That's what he's like, doing there. Ooh. People enjoy listening to our show without watching the series, but I feel like we might be motivating sales of the one shot, just so people know what's up with these dang lips. 
So then it's July 4th. I know this is supposed to be like sunrise Mm -hmm. because then they tell me it's morning, Mm -hmm. but it really looks like sunset. Like, why are you awake at sunrise after you just spent the night in a tent getting it on and you already got your campfire going Mm -hmm. as the sun is rising? They're very dedicated to the camping arts. Also, this wasn't what they were doing when they heard the gunshot in the show. They were, like, just cuddling on, like, a blanket next to the car. They didn't have, like, a full-on bonfire going. Well, no, because Sheriff Keller would shut that down. There are rules about the the Sweetwater State Park. Thank you very much. Yeah, so they're busy, like, making out, and then they hear the gunshot. Blam! Blam! With two M's, so you know it's serious. And so they just hop in their scar... Their, their car and leave the fire going. <laughs> that is not proper fire safety when camping. You can prevent forest fires, Archie Andrews. Smokey the Bear would be very upset with you. Yeah, season two starts with the fallout from that forest fire that they just haven't mentioned yet. Yeah, it burned yeah. down the all the towns around them and all the other restaurants they could eat at, mm-hmm. which is why there's only pops to go to. <laughs> it all fits. Yeah. So then they rush off. Then we, you know, find out that Jason Blossom drowned. Miss Grundy starts losing it and is like, this is terrible. We shouldn't have been doing this. We can never talk about this again. Let's never talk about it. No more rides. She just like leaves him on the curb. Mm -hmm. Like a supportive love of your life would do. Yep. Yeah. And so then then, uh, on July 6th, Archie is with Jughead. And Jughead's pretty pissed off. Because he got ditched. Got abandoned. Ditched. Uh, Bestie no more. Archie claims that like his dad needed help with stuff at work. And Jug's like, you're totally lying. I know you're lying. I- I'm pretty sure that working for Andrew's construction is some sort of slang term for alibi in the town of Riverdale. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows. And uh, Archie also brings up his poems and how they're actually song lyrics and how he realizes that whoa because they're not good enough to be poems yes so then betty texts him that she's home from her internship Mm -hmm. and uh let's meet at pops and so they meet and i suppose we are to assume that this is the milkshake they split in that scene in episode one after archie got hot yeah yeah so uh, that is the end of the Archie seg- yeah. segment. Did we learn anything new? Uh, no. No, no, we didn't. Nope. So then Betty gets a turn. Uh, the Betty segment is named Summer Nights and is written by Britta London uh, with pencils by Jim Toe. Mm-hmm. We open on uh, Betty and Polly hanging out. Duh. This was technically our first confirmation that Betty is a real live separate human being. From Polly, yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Technically, yes. It it came out the day before that episode aired. You must have been very disappointed. I was stricken. (laughs) So we learned that uh, Betty got an internship and she's going to Los Angeles for the summer. Uh, Staying with her aunt. And that does mean no Archie, but it does mean no mom. (laughs) We're all very excited. Her mother just does not understand. She thinks it's very unnatural for a girl to want to be away from her family. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> Maybe not this family. That, like, the majority, <laughs> especially as a teenager. We, we can't all be the Gilmore Girls, mother. This is the Gossip Girl channel, not, it's different, <laughs> different girls. 
Polly stands up for Betty and Alice Cooper nails into Polly for being like a cheerleader and hanging out with that boy. And she's all like, sometimes I just don't know my own daughters. Polly wishes Betty a good summer. Mm -hmm. So then Betty travels to Los Angeles. Apparently how she's staying in smells. I don't know why Aunt Gertrude smells, but she does. (laughs) Uh, But Betty is loving it. She's busy as a bee. She has an internship at Hello Giggles. A magazine of some kind? That that is a real website. What? That's like Zoe Deschanel's website. Why is it called that? I don't know, but that's real. Is is this my wheelbarrow moment? Like, Hello Giggles is like... It's like if you wanted to write articles about, like, Pinterest and, like, BuzzFeed, but, like, all focused on girls. Mm-hmm. That's what Hello Giggles is. And then throw in, like, a lot of cute animals. Okay. Yeah. So you must love it. You know... Once in a while, there's an article that pops up that has, like, cute enough animals. I do look, but no. Okay. (laughs) It's way too over the top for me. I'll just stick to straight Pinterest. I'm excited to learn this is a real website because it means there could be a cameo of Zoe Deschanel playing herself. It could. I'm going to show you the website right now. Now, where's the giggling? Lip Smacker's newest flavor is for all those 90 kids who grew up. Must learn about this. I will continue with the podcast. <laughs> oh, it's a video? I'm not watching a video. Screw that, Hello Giggles. <laughs> Anyways. This back- is our most multimedia episode. <laughs> Betty, uh, in her free time, uh, mm-hmm. is enjoying the beach and the sun, and she... Uh, and hiking. Hiking. Her mother does not know she has a cell phone? Yeah. Like, is she calling collect? Which makes me wonder how she's paying for this cell phone. I'm very intrigued by Polly's bedroom. Like... What's with the American flag hanging up? I get the lava lamp. She's a teenager. But what's with the American flag? She's an American teenager. (laughs) Just in case you were wondering and thought she was Canadian. But she's met a boy in LA. Rad Brad. Oh my god. He's a surfer. He's a skateboarder. He supplies her with food. Yes. Which is a great way to get a date. And he's helping her plan the Toni Morrison book party. But he doesn't drink milkshakes. <gasps> they can't split a milkshake. He doesn't do dairy. We're so far from Riverdale. Yep. Archie only drinks dairy. We have only learned this. In the hot, boiling, 90 degree weather, just drink some milk. They have a date on a pier and it's nice. But the whole thing we're seeing that L.A. is the opposite of Riverdale. Yes. And that Brad is the opposite of Archie. Yes. And so as nice as it is and they have a lovely little smooch, it's not meant to be. Uh, On July 5th, she calls home and Polly can't come to the phone. Nope. Um, Polly has uh, gone away for a little while. mm Mm-hmm. Betty, of course, immediately wants to fly home right mm-hmm. away, but her mother convinces her it's better if she stays there. It's it's best for Polly and everybody. It'll all be back to normal. It's fine. By the way, Jason drowned. Click. Yep. So she stayed, had some more dates, and Brad went its natural course, and they split up. Yeah. The Toni Morrison book party was a success. Yes. She got a goodbye cake from Hello Giggles. And- mm-hmm. 
I'm sure they blogged about the cake. I'm sure they did. They, Eight decorating tips was, from this cake we made for our intern. There was also a whole blog post about uh, finding the Pinterest recipe to use. <laughs> and, and the Pinterest fail that came before the success. And for, for all the truffle burgers at Umami, it's just not the same as Pops. No. But she really just misses good old Arch. Yeah. She comes home. Things have kind of changed. People don't look at her. I don't know what that's supposed to exactly mean, but no one looks at each other anymore. I think it's because Polly went nuts. Yeah. And she looks so much like her sister. That would make sense. Or, I, I mean, just thought, is it because there's death? She's identified so much with her sister and that it's all tied up together. That makes sense. I'd be curious to see how Polly's room is rendered in the show. Yeah, because right now there's nothing on those walls except an American flag. (laughs) It it looks like she took her lava lamp to the Sisters of Quiet Mercy. I'd like to think that uh, Alice Cooper hung that American flag up because, like, Polly wanted to rebel against, like, move to Lithuania or something. She's like, no, you're an American, and you must remember you're an American. This is a George W. Bush home, and don't you forget it. Uh, Or no, Polly took, like, a foreign language. And Alice Cooper lost it. <laughs> the most foreign language you can learn is Canadian, dang it. We, we close with uh, Betty taking the, the growth she, she's had in herself uh, over the summer and directing herself toward achieving her goals. And her goal is smooching Archie. I don't understand why. Now, what bugs me about the Betty comic, how much bang she has... Bang? Yeah, like what? her bangs. Oh, her hair. Okay. Her hair. She has so much bang going on. I thought on. you meant this bang and booty on no, the final page. Her bangs. Like, she does not have bangs in the show. <laughs> if this is supposed to be like about the show, she should not have bangs. No, she she should have the ponytail much higher on her head. Uh-huh. And constantly be straightening it whenever it's time to get down to business. Well, it's not really straightening it. You're making it tighter. Yeah. That's what that is. How would I know? So uh, did we learn anything new about uh, Betty from Summer Nights? She went to L.A. We, we knew she had an internship. I don't think she mentioned it was in L.A. No. We knew the Toni Morrison book party. We uh-huh. certainly didn't know anything about Rad Brad. Or Hello Giggles. So the Summer Fling is new information, and I think that colors the character a bit. I suppose. So part three, of course, is Veronica. Mm-hmm. Uh, this part is written by James DeWille with pencils by Thomas Pitilli, and it is uh-huh. called Fall from Grace. Yes. So we uh, open on uh, Veronica at her fancy home in New York. They're having breakfast at, at the dinner table from Citizen Kane. Mm-hmm. It's gigantic. Yes, there's some big artwork behind it as well. She's talking about how much she loves the summer in New York and how daddy doesn't work as much. And it's so nice they get to see each other. Mm-hmm. And she goes on about uh, this weird thing they do to each other to greet each other. She's all like, oh, daddy, I love you. And he says, oh, Miha, I love you more. And she's all like, oh, I love that. It's just an adorable thing we've always done since I was little. Okay. It's <laughs> a little weird. Uh, we, we do get our first image of Hiram Lodge. We do. I don't know if he's going to look anything like this in the show. I could hope. But yeah, he's he's young and handsome and and has cool haircut with his jet black hair ra- rather than the old white haired man. 
you, you might expect. Veronica talks about how, oh, she has a summer job, like most teens, you know, at Vogue. And uh, Is it that different from Hello Giggles, though? <laughs> it's just old no, media Hello Giggles. Like, and she likes to shop, you know, when she has time and hang out with her friends and go to the box seats for Adele. You know, and, those normal things with and, your personal and shoppers and your out, yacht parties. Yeah, hang out on the boat in the Hamptons and, and fancy dinners and stuff. Uh, but her favorite thing is their summer 4th of July party. And as we all know, 4th of July is when things go down. Uh-huh. And so they're all getting ready to watch the fireworks. And then... The FBI shows up. <laughs> like, they, they don't just come in and arrest the guy like you'd expect. They break down the fucking doors. With the SWAT team. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like you're under arrest for fraud and embezzlement. And then the fireworks start going off. And also criminal weapons charges or something. Like, why is this the team for the embezzler? Yeah. So they arrest him. I love the uh, juxtaposition of the banging down the door with the exploding fireworks. I think these are like, the Veronica's the best. Um, everything is literally popping off. I like this. I think the Veronica one's the best designed story. Yeah. In these four. It's like, like even this where she's like, the next thing um, is that like her mom like shoves her into another room and is like, stay there for your safety. Everything and, will be and okay. And the sliver of light bisecting her face. Yeah. And this whole like, um, like the darkness like around her type thing where mm -hmm. she's just left alone in this room. Like it's, the Veronica ones are the best uh, designed ones. They're actually very interesting to look mm -hmm. at. Cutting to the fireworks is something that I think would really have played on TV. Mm -hmm. If they filmed this as, like, a prequel episode. Yeah. Veronica says that uh, it was the first time she'd known her mother to lie to her. That's when she said everything would be okay. So then... Not the last! Yeah. So then <laughs> she loses her job, and they lose their credit cards, and her friends stop hanging out with her, and they sell the family yacht, and they're gonna have to move. Mm-hmm. There, there's another great scene with just Veronica and Hermione at that giant table, but instead of the parents being at either end and Veronica in the center, it's the two of them huddled together on one end with the big table stretching to nowhere and, and nothing. And apparently they lost their electricity because they're eating pizza by a candle. <laughs> one candle. The, the first two didn't really get Riverdale, I don't think. Yeah. This is the hyper-dramatic moment is. that I would expect. Yeah, Pizza totally by candlelight. Is. Well, and like, if you notice, like, the art's gone and everything. So That's it's like, like a nun-pizza with left beef level of sadness. <laughs> Mamala just tells them, oh, you know, we need to go, we're gonna move. Ronnie names off all these other, like, houses they have. Like, no, not that, not that, not that. Oh my god, we're moving to Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're moving to Riverdale. Well, my friends are here. They weren't your friends. No. Which is true. We just saw a panel where your friends refused to talk to you. So, yeah. We learned that Riverdale is uh, up north, is somewhere in the Hudson River Valley. Yes. So they aren't nearly as isolated as they seem to be. And not as Pacific Northwest as, as it, it seems <laughs> to be. <laughs> well, come on. How many Vancouver forests had to be everywhere in the world on the X-Files, all right? <laughs> We just gotta live with it. Veronica's packing, and her dad collect calls her from jail. Don't don't believe what you're hearing. It's all lies, it's Mia. It's all lies. It's lies. Also, you're strong. You're very strong, Veronica. Mm -hmm. You can handle this. It's going to be okay. I I do like these scenes for reinforcing how the lodges are like a Hispanic family. 
it's subtle, but it's there. And it, it's been there in the show, and we haven't mentioned it, but there you go. They pack up. And they're driving, and as they're getting to Riverdale, Veronica's all like, I'm hungry, where'd people eat? <laughs> Out here, in the middle of nowhere. That's when Veronica's mom first brings up Pops. Mm-hmm. She wonders if it's still open. The end on Veronica's section. Mm-hmm. Did we learn anything from Veronica's story? Yes, we saw her dad. Yeah. She's never talked about the, like, details of the arrest. Although everybody seems to know them, which makes sense if it was this big, huge, kick-the-door-down hoopla. Yeah, it it does make sense Mm -hmm. that everyone knows everything, because it would have been in all the tabloids. Also, the fact that it was the 4th, that that was the day that changed everyone's lives, even if they didn't know Jason Blossom and weren't in town. Yeah, yeah, it's very true. So now we're on to Jughead, and it was a dark and stormy night. Uh, written by Will Ewing, with pencils by uh, Aletha Martinez. Mm-hmm. Jughead's designed much better in this one. I think the Jughead story is my favorite art. The ju- the maybe th- maybe one. the Veronica one. They're, they're both very good. So he's hanging at Pops, uh, and he orders cheeseburgers. He orders, <laughs> like, more cheeseburgers in this, like, little comic than... In all the Riverdale episodes. What if? What if? What? When Archie broke his heart and severed their friendship. He ruined cheeseburgers He ruined cheeseburgers. And that's why in the second episode when they talk about rebuilding it, he mentions that it's going to be over many, many hamburgers. Because he needs to, like, learn how to eat them again. He needs to learn how to love the burg again. Yeah. Pop is, like... Way younger and way thinner in this. Pop's aged 20 years in between this flashback scene and the series proper. Yeah, it's a little strange. Oh, something I just noticed. There's a shadow on the Pop's sign on the roof that looks like a big mysterious question mark. And that I dig. That's subliminal. Oh, it does. It does. Yeah. Yeah, he orders his cheeseburger and Pop's asking like what he's up to. And he's trying to write, but doesn't have any inspiration. So then he orders a double cheeseburger. For double the inspiration. Uh, and he tries to write, and all he gets out was, it was a dark and stormy night. And, and then, of course, the shining joke. It just has to happen. Yeah. He's talking about how everyone's, you know, up to cool stuff this summer. Betty's away. Reggie's playing golf at the country club. Uh, but he's, you know, he's working. He's working at the Starlight Drive-In. Talks about how he's supposed to make sure no one, you know, sneaks in. But he used to do that, so he lets people get away with it. Mm-hmm. He works concession. And his favorite thing is running the projector. And then he talks about the different types the, of movies he plays every night. The weekly schedule at the drive-in. And this is my favorite page this, in this, the whole yeah, book. this is my too. Because not only are they all really good film references, Jughead inserts himself into all of yeah. them. Like, he's Jack Nicholson chopping down the door because on Tuesdays it's horror. Yeah. And he's John Cusack holding up the boombox for Saturday date night movies. Yeah. It's great. It's really good. So, and then on uh, Sundays he cleans up and the South Side serpents are around to hassle him. Mm-hmm. He, he likes working there. Maybe one day he'll write his own movie. Not that he's a real writer. I mean, you need to write something first. That's what he says. He I cannot disagree. So then he talks about how maybe he'll write about two kids growing up together who did everything together. Trees, hung out. But then life happened. And they mm-hmm. grew up. And then you see, like, Archie, like, ditching him for girls. 
Yeah, it's and, the worst. And Jughead just wants to like watch a movie or like play some video games with him. And he's just alone. Like, come over to your place where there's food in the cupboards. Yeah. Yeah, Archie. And then he talks about how it felt like the end of Stand By Me, where you get the sense that those four guys might not be friends much longer. And Archie joins Jughead at Pops. Mm-hmm. And, uh... So we're, we're sort of seeing this the conversation from Archie's story from the other side. Yes. And with other dialogue, which I guess is a thing I like. It's a little Rashomon, I guess. Archie brings up his writing. Mm-hmm. And Jughead gets kind of excited... And then kind of confused about it being poetry. They start talking about uh, 4th of July and how you know he has the day off and brings up, let's let's go watch the fireworks. Remember how we used to do that? And Archie's like, yeah, good time. Sounds like a plan. Come by my house at 4. That's not just a, oh, yeah, whatever. Oh, whoops, why did I say that? That's a literal date. You yeah. have made a time and place. So Jughead shows up at his house, and Archie's dad's like, what are you doing here? Archie left this morning to go meet you for your trip. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, we said we were going to meet somewhere. And he spends all afternoon texting Archie mm-hmm. from 446. He starts texting him every so often. For four hours. And then at 8.34, Archie's like, something came up. Can't go. Hope you understand. And then we get handsome anime Jughead on this page. We do. So, apropos of nothing, it's worth buying it for uh, handsome anime Jughead. So, uh, Jughead goes and watches his own showing. Of Stand of By Stand Me. Of Stand By Me, all alone at the drive-in. <laughs> A Southside Serpent. Who might be his dad? I don't know. I it don't does, know. It, maybe. It doesn't really look like Skeet Altridge. I don't know. Uh, it's like, what you doing? And, oh, we're going to take a ride up the hills. You can join us. But he doesn't. He he watches the movie. And uh, then, you know, the next day he finds out the world changed. While he's at Pops, of course. Yes. he uh, Sheriff Keller comes in to get coffee and uh, breaks the news that Jason drowned last night. Jughead and, like, the rest of the town flock to the river mm-hmm. to, like, watch them drag it for his body. Unsuccessfully. Unsuccessfully. And he realizes that Archie's, like, the only person not there. You really can take attendance in this town. Yeah, you can. Uh, so he, he starts writing at his computer at Pops a little bit about what has been going on. And then, uh, Archie shows up with his dad. His dad talks about, man, I'm glad you boys were both out of town when that happened. (laughs) Oh, yeah. uh Uh-huh. And Archie thanks him for not saying anything. But then he's like, well, where are, were you? Something came up. Yeah. His erection. It came up over and over again. And then Archie says... About how all they were going to do was watch some stupid fireworks. It's not that big a deal. They could hang out anytime. Then angry anime Jughead. Yes. And Archie's like, call me this weekend. I didn't call. <laughs> I spent the rest of the summer writing about Jason. I finally found the story I needed to write wherever it might lead me. And that's that done, Jughead. But uh, it says, the, the beginning. beginning. So did we learn anything new from Jughead's story? We learned what their plans were going to be. I feel like we trip. might have known that. Here's another thing. <laughs> we that... knew they were going on a trip. 
Here's another thing that contradicts the story as told in the television series, which I am taking as a superior piece of canon. In the most recent episode, uh, FP asks him if he's still writing, if he's still uh, doing his stories. Yeah. And now we see that he didn't really start writing anything until Jason died. Yeah. What's up? That's a problem right there. No, we didn't really learn anything about Jughead either. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you think of the book as a whole? As a whole? Yeah. Eh. Yeah, basically. I mean, Eh. there's some good stuff. For something that was hyped as see what they were doing before the show. There's not much. There's very little information that way. Yeah. But Jughead's story and Veronica's story has some really strong visual storytelling. Yeah. Even if it's a story we mostly already know. Yeah. The those two are very nice to read because they're very fun to look at. Which I get, like, why they picked, like, this time frame, because it's the summer right before. It's the summer where everything changes, right before the show starts. Mm-hmm. But it would have been more interesting if they would have picked, like, last year. Like, last school year for them. Like, just a oh, snippet. Be, yeah. Which, I mean, Veronica would not, like, she, she'd her, be in her own world. Her story would be boarding school in the Alps or whatever. Yeah, I would rather have seen, like, six to eight months beforehand what their lives were like. That'd be cool, When yeah. Archie and Jughead maybe were still friends. Maybe when, FP's still working for uh, Fred. Yeah, like Veronica's just straight up in her own world <laughs> up there. Like, I think that would have been more interesting to get to mm-hmm. know the characters. I'm pretty sure the ongoing, I don't know when the time frame is. I am, I am curious about it. I am interested. It looks like it's going to be doing its own stories that, that I can cool. only assume run parallel to the show. That'd be cool if there's like side stories that kind of fill in information or whatever. So, like, rather than a tie-in, it will, from what I understand at least, will stand on its, its like own two feet and, like, be able to tell its own independent narrative. That'd be cool. Yeah. So I, I have more hope for it just based on its um concept. Yeah. One thing that's unfortunate with this comic is because, like, it kind of contradicts so many things in it. Like, <laughs> if, if you're looking, not only in the show, but, like, just between, like, Archie and Jughead stuff, like, they're Mm -hmm. saying different things. Like, if someone's trying to get into the show for the first time, like, this is not where to go. (laughs) It has very little of the style of the bizarreness that draws us to the show. Yeah. And the, the characters aren't that consistent with themselves from short to short, much less with how they are on screen. Yeah, and the fact that, like, I mean, looking at, like, the way Archie's drawn in the Archie one to the way Archie's drawn in the Jughead one, like, they're so different. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't really give a sense. These these look kind of like auditions to take over the main Archie titles. (laughs) Probably what they were. Yeah. (laughs) And based on that, they're all decent. Like, these are... Like I say, I don't think any of them look like KJ Appa, but they all look like Archie, you know? Like, th- this is probably going to be our least funny episode because these stories don't have that excess. There's one picture of abs. Like, <laughs> I don't got much to talk about. So yeah, that's the Riverdale one-shot. That's really all the content we have to talk about yeah. in this break. Like, why didn't they draw them like this? Like, yeah, that yeah. looks like them. This, like, back page advertisement thing for Riverdale. Those are probably photo traces, but hey, Greg Land gets away with it. You can fill a comic with photo traces. They look really good. (laughs) So that's a Riverdale one-shot, and it's four shorts. Uh Uh-huh. We left you folks with a homework assignment, 
last weekend. Let's check in with that. So far, we have no attention from any Riverdale cast members. No, you guys are failing. But what we do have is we got mentioned by the official Riverdale podcast, Welcome to Riverdale. Oh, Oh, was it the thank you tweet? It was. (laughs) I don't think that counts. A fan of us, Welcome to Riverdale, and the AV Club podcast tagged us all. Yeah, to recommend us. But I don't think the Riverdale podcast replying to that person, thank you, and our tags still being in their counts. Look, you got to take what you can get. <laughs> our other attention, we, we had a tweet liked by Adel Rafai of uh, Hello from the Magic Tavern, which is a very good podcast. Well, he doesn't do anything for Riverdale, but... <laughs> I think everyone should just like start like spamming all the actors of Riverdale. I need Lily Reinhardt to know my name. Come on, just like daily tweets, guys. You can do it. But we have a new assignment. Yeah, we do. We've got a plan for next week's bonus content. When there's no Riverdale. <laughs> <laughs> we spend a moment after watching every episode to tell you our predictions for, for the near or long term. But and we, we spend multiple minutes throughout our entire week coming up with other <laughs> ideas. And we'd like to hear yours. That's right. I'm putting out a call for murder theories. Who do you think killed Jason? Why do you think they killed Jason? Was it the gunshot that did it? Who knows? Do they have to just be murder theories? Could they just, like, could people send us just their, like, predictions, their theories? You know, there's no reason it should be exclusively murder theories. But I think that's kind of endgame, right? So that's probably where a lot of people's heads are. Hey, prove me wrong. I want to hear your Riverdale theories, and we're going to be talking about them on our next bonus episode. I mean, we do know where Jughead's living now, so there's not much else you need to predict. (laughs) That's it. That's the only thing that matters. All right. I've got a prediction based on the one shot. The show Riverdale is scripted by Jughead Jones. He says he wants to make a screenplay, oh, and this is the story is this, he needs to write. Is Jughead is the like writer of season, Riverdale. Like, series finale, we're going to find out that this was it, all, like, Jughead's thing. It ends with Jughead closing his laptop and, and writing the end. Yeah, okay. If this show goes on for a long Probably time, we got to wait other way out around. this prediction for a while. <laughs> I look forward to hearing what you have to say. Mm-hmm. I don't have any murder theories, so I need to make one, put my money where my mouth is. Well, where, where can people... People send these theories. You can send your theories and you can send evidence of the Riverdale cast knowing our show exists mm-hmm. to us at sexarchie on Twitter. That's that's S-E-X underscore Archie. What if they have really long predictions? If you have really long predictions, you can send us an email at historyhoneyspodcast yeah. at gmail.com. Send it to... We haven't set an, up an inbox for this show, so feel free to use the inbox for our other show. Yeah. Again, that's historyhoneyspodcast at gmail.com. If you leave off the word podcast, it goes to some people we've never met, and I have to wonder how many emails they get for us and It'd don't understand. It'd be really funny if a lot of people accidentally leave that off this time and they just so, get... You know what you do this time? So you send us a copy, and then you leave off podcasts and send a second <laughs> copy, and I want these people to get hounded with so, sex archie predictions. So you're so I'm telling the people to to interact with this and you're telling them to harass strangers. Not harass them, just give them some interesting reading material. Why do people keep sending us these murder stories? Why are we talking about abs? Oh, goodness Cold gracious. Call in the woods, what? 
Uh, you can also feel free to leave things as comments on our actual SoundCloud page. Leave it on the file, I guess. We've had a few interesting comments from people. They, they make jokes to go along with our jokes. Oh, cool. Yeah. I should look at it sometime. Would it be greedy if I gave a third homework assignment? Oh, it's your third homework assignment. You need so much from these people. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so demanding. But it's the same thing I say every week. I would love to get this show in, in the warm, cozy ear holes of many, many people. So uh, giving us a rating and review on iTunes is a great way to help that happen. Uh, we got some more iTunes reviews, and they're very gratifying and very clever. So thank you. You know who you are. And you could be on that list. It's not difficult whatsoever. Nope. You can also tell your friends. You can tell people. Remember we gave the example we told the dude at the eye doctor. Mm -hmm. And uh, he, well, I don't know if he's listening to this. He was really excited about our other show. But <laughs> we did tell him about this. So go tell people. If you're, if you're going to your dentist, they love to try to talk to you when there's stuff in your mouth. Tell them about sex, Archie. He fucked his teacher <laughs> in a first episode. He fucked his teacher. Yeah, like yeah. pass on the good contact. <laughs> Tell people. Word of mouth is the uh, one of the best things we can have happen. Can go a long way. I guess that's that for this very special bonus break time episode. I'm Grant. And I'm Elena. And from us here at Sex Archie. <laughs> that's using your noodle, Andrews. Oh, honey, honey. You are my candy girl. And you got me rocking you. Break it down, come on. And, and you got me, and you got me, and you got me. Break it down, won't you please?